the new year can mean a new you. I know, maybe you don't need a makeover. The new you I am speaking of is a comprehensive, fair, meaningful evaluation of your audition skill set. Are you ready to take on 2023 with a fresh approach to your auditions? Let's sharpen the pencil and make a list so you can feel amazing about your auditions. It's the Audition Checkup on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Each week, we show you how to advance your talent and your career with practical tips, advice, and positivity. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. I'm a casting partner with McCorkle Casting in New York. How are you? Hoping having a good day. Hope you're having a good holiday. I'm really looking forward to sharing this episode with you. And this is also that moment of the podcast where I just simply get to say thank you for tuning into Casting Actors Cast. For those of you who have sent in reviews, thumbs up, likes, shares. Uh, you're becoming a part of the podcast by going to the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. That's castingactorscast.com. There's a form there that says jump into the talent pool. And when you do that, you get some freebies, but you're also part of this amazing, growing community of actors. By the way, if you fill out that form, I promise you I don't spam you. I don't abuse the privilege of your email. It's just a great way for me to know that you're out there and that you are listening. But if you do spam, uh, fill out that form. It's going to open up some freebies. One is a book called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voice of a workshop for professional actors. It's a 100-page PDF all about doing voiceover work. So if that's something that is of interest to you, why not start with the free route <laughs> and take out the book? You can download it. You can print it out. You can just use your PDF as a reader to save some paper if you want. Whatever you want to do, that is yours absolutely free. Additionally, there's a video called Casting Secrets what they don't tell you, I'm going to tell you in this free, private, 20-minute video that you're going to find on YouTube. By the way, for those of you who haven't checked out the YouTube channel yet, I implore you to please do so. You can see me, watch me, doing these podcasts live. So I record the podcast on video as well as audio. Now you have a chance to see me talking about the things that we're talking about. Something about, I don't know, seeing me gesture a lot, <laughs> move around a lot, that kind of thing, might actually help you retain some of the information even a little more comprehensively than you might if you're just listening. But if you are a regular listener, thank you so much. This is that part of the podcast where I get to thank my friends at Actors Connection. We have an agreement that they help promote my podcast, but I also talk about how wonderful this organization is. ActorsConnection.com slash New York, you're going to find all kinds of free classes, but there's also seminars, there's workshops, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, there's also a great Facebook uh, page for the community as well. Um, please do check them out, ActorsConnection.com slash New York. Congratulations to my friends um, that are have been running Actors Connection for a long time. Also, look for some upcoming classes that I might be teaching at actorsconnection.com slash New York. Colleen and Tony, have a happy new year, will you? 
All right, let's jump into the subject at hand. Oh, before we do that, just a quick thanks. I've been getting a lot of really genuinely touching and moving email from folks. And those folks are also sending a review and giving me a thumbs up. Um, They're becoming members. I mean, it's just been really, really exciting. And I sometimes forget to really take a moment and acknowledge those people who are jumping in and uh, really enjoying the podcast. I'm having a great time doing it, and I really appreciate hearing from you. All right, now we can jump in. You know, here's the thing. Just like going to the doctor, a physician is going to go through various procedures to get a fair assessment of your health, right? I mean, yeah, sometimes in the you get a physical, you take off your clothes, you get the little hammer on the knee, you get your temperature taken, you get your blood pressure checked out, you get your heart and lungs listened to. All of these things happen at the doctor's office. Well, guess what? The actor can do the same thing with the following actor checkup list. So just like going to the doctor to make sure you're in good health, why not make sure you're in good acting health as well? So here's a list. When I said in the introduction, sharpen the pencil, I literally mean this is a list. By the way, you can get this list on Jeff's Jots by going to the website, castingactorscast.com. I use the entire show notes as a blog, which you can also download. You can print out, but here's the list for you. So if you have a pencil and paper handy, that's great. Don't uh, write if you're driving. Please, if you're driving in your car, you can save this episode for later, or you know that you can go to castingactresscast.com and you can get the list. So please be very, very careful, will you? All right, here's number one. Ask yourself the following. Are your materials in need of a change? What do I mean by your materials? I'm talking about your songs. I'm talking about monologues. I'm talking about your pictures. I'm talking about resumes. All of those tangible assets that you have, are they in need of a change? Well, why would they be in need of a change, you might ask? Well, let me answer. You know, I'm the guy in our office that does a lot of the EPAs, Equity Principal Auditions. They're now going to be done live, required by Actors' Equity. They want all of the EPAs to start going live now. That's great. But here's the thing. Sometimes, I'm saying sometimes, I see the same actors doing the same material for years. The same monologue, the same song. I tell you, I can, I'm can. i almost tempted <laughs> in an EPA to start singing along. Now, I know that would be rude, so I don't do that. But you know what I'm saying? It's like it's time to think about updating your material to reflect who you are now. As human beings, we are constantly changing. Why don't you find material that is going to continue to demonstrate and show me who you are? And that means many times new material, new songs, new monologues. Is it time to freshen up your picture? You know, I've talked about pictures and resumes a lot, but it's been a little while since I've spent some time on it. But your picture should reflect who you are now, what you look like now. If your picture is I don't know, four or five years old, guess what? Might be time to kind of think about the investment of new pictures. If your resume just has the same material in it, it hasn't been freshened up, or heaven forbid, you are still writing your latest shows on your resume, yikes, don't do that. 
So asking yourself, are my materials in great shape or are they in need of a change? That's number one on the list. Number two, what does your audition wardrobe look like? Are you looking your best? Now, I've got some podcasts about this, so I won't go into great detail, but I really like the idea of an actor having in their closet a separate audition wardrobe, clothing that they will only wear for auditions. They know what they look like in these clothes. These clothes are the most flattering because we're doing still a lot of Zoom, a lot of self-tape, solid colors, jewel tones. Um, and a variety of choices, not a tremendous amount, but just a handful of choices that you only use for auditions. That's a, just simply a great way to not have to stress about how you look. These are tried and true tested pieces of clothing that you feel good when you put them on. That is a great, great suggestion. So, if your wardrobe needs to be freshened up a bit, your audition wardrobe should be freshened up as well. Uh, I know styles change, and I'm not saying that you have to be stylish, but, you know, very clean, classic look is always appreciated in an audition. Not too casual, not too formal, clothing that reflects the character you're playing and helps you feel good about yourself at the same time. That's the ideal checklist criteria for an acting wardrobe. Number three, review your acting business. I'm talking about the business side of things. Um, are you being represented by an agent? Have you made contact with your agent recently? Maybe you've got a manager. What kind of communication skills are you demonstrating with this manager? Um, the contacts you have, your network of people that you know, people that you've worked with, uh, people or directors or casting directors that you've auditioned for, any of those relationships are very, very important to review. Take a look. Maybe that database needs a little bit of freshening up. Maybe you haven't spoken to or contacted somebody in a while. Well, this might be a, a nice incentive to do so. Also, think about the classes you're taking. Are you involved in an acting class, an acting for the camera class? Maybe there's a class in scene study. Maybe there's a class in script development. Maybe you're taking a class in improv. All of those things are contributing to your business of acting. So now is the time to take the moment and evaluate those choices. Also, just another thing, I, I'm also throwing in voice lessons. If you're a singer, and if you're not a singer, voice lessons are a really good idea if you are an actor that can sing. Um, I can't tell you how many times we've had requests for many, many of our Shakespeare productions that the actors be able to sing. So even though you might not be feeling great about your voice, getting some feedback, really evaluating and taking a look at where you are vocally in terms of singing can be really useful and a marketable commodity for some of those theater productions. I'm also thinking about dance or working out, um, assessing your budget for all of these things. Really, a business um, perspective is, not, is, is just so good now 
for this is the time to do it because we have a little space and time. Maybe you're taking a little bit of a break because of the holiday, but 2023 is coming up. And so this would be really great preparation and you're going to feel good about doing it, I am sure. Number four, is a complete makeover necessary or just a few changes to look and feel better? I don't think and subscribe to, okay, I'm going to do a complete makeover. It's the new year. I, I don't subscribe to that, really. I don't think that that's necessarily useful. You spend a lot of time and energy marketing yourself the way you are now. If you are going to make or facilitate any of those changes, be aware that you might have to do some remarketing of who you are. If you're changing your hairstyle or uh, maybe you're changing your wardrobe, like I suggested earlier, just keep in mind that that sort of is triggering some additional changes that you may need to consider. So don't necessarily decide that you're going to do a whole new makeover and, and you're going to just kind of completely change yourself. That's not necessarily what I'm referring to. But maybe there are just a few little changes that you can feel better about. You can look and feel better about a new hairstyle. You could look and feel better about a new workout routine that is helping you feel more focused um, and more alive and physically you might be looking a little bit better. Those are the things that I'm talking about. Number five, this might be kind of a tough one for some of you, but be realistic about your age. Be realistic about the roles you are right for in the coming year. You may have been a mommy for a little while in terms of the way people are casting you, but, and I'm trying to be as, as loving and as, as sensitive as I can, but maybe you might be entering that grandmother kind of type of role. And I didn't use the word type in the, I don't, I don't like using the word type. I'm talking about the type of role that might be slightly older or it might be realistic for your age now something to think about. I oftentimes get the sense that actors are so hypersensitive about how they are being perceived as far as their age, that it's actually affecting their choices. This is the time to really reflect on, A, what are the roles you're seeing out there that you say you are right for? And B, are they of the age? Are they of that person of a certain age that you would fit? So making that kind of a comparison is extremely healthy, I think, for you right now. Number six, what is the next logical career point you are looking forward to? You see, one of the things I think actors are waiting for something else to happen or waiting for something to come up for them, as opposed to really projecting and the law of attraction, I think, applies here. What would be the next right logical thing for you to do? Honest to God, write it down. Put it on your refrigerator. Visualize what that looks like and feels like. But knowing in a logical, sequential way, the next thing for me to get, the next thing for me to see uh, in my acting life is, and then fill in that blank. So when you figure out that it's as logical, appropriate approach to what is next for you, you're going to find that to be very invigorating. It's a very, very positive way. As opposed to simply waiting for an opportunity to happen, you can create opportunities by visualizing exactly what you're looking for. Now, those are the 
Uh, that was from the audition physician. <laughs> that was the audition physician giving you a checklist. Now I want to talk to you about the audition checklist itself. So we've talked about the materials. We've talked about your headspace. We've talked about things to prepare for. But here's a very specific audition checklist that I think you should really just decide if this is right for you. Number one, your Zoom setup. I know I've spent a lot of time talking about Zoom and self-tape, but this is the time to really take a look at where in your home are you Zooming? Um, do you have all of the right equipment? Um, you don't need a ton of stuff. A really good cell phone and some lighting and a good microphone and you're set. You're done. But really looking at your Zoom setup. Is your background too distracting? Do you have one of those you know, bright blue beans, they call them beans, you know, where they unfold and you put it, have it behind you. Sometimes they're more distracting than just the plain living room or wherever you're broadcasting from. So what is your Zoom setup like? Uh, number two, the best sound for musical theater auditions, whether it's on Zoom or self-tape. What I mean by that, I've talked about this before, but I've heard way too many cheap little Bluetooth speakers that the singer is singing to in a Zoom audition. Um, you know, singing a Zoom in Zoom is just awful, no matter how fantastic you are. So it's not you. <laughs> it's the environment. It's the technology. But there are some things that you can do for yourself to improve the quality of your auditions. One is make sure you have a really good sound system that's replicating, ooh, good word, to the best of your ability as much of a realistic track as you can. That means that when you're recording a piano track or your, your accompanist has recorded a piano track for you, that the recording conditions are such that it really sounds clean and clear so that you can really sound like you are in the room with an accompanist. That's the goal. Additionally, those small little speakers, if you have some bigger speakers, if you have the ability to incorporate the sound into the recording when you're either on Zoom or doing self-tape, a lot of times uh, musical theater performers will add the track post-production. In other words, they hear the music in their headset, but then they're laying in that track on the video when they're doing a self-tape. That's something to consider because then you have some control over the balance of the sound. Number three, new tracks for musical material. Do you have an accompanist that knows and has a good recording setup? If you're going to be working on new material, you're going to need some new tracks. So that's something to really consider for your musical theater auditions, if that's what you are interested in doing. If you're not a musical theater performer, but you know how important music can be, this is also the time to get a music track that's going to really benefit you. Uh, as much as possible. Now, number four, self tapes require a good cell phone and a good cell phone setup. Whether you have a self-standing selfie stick, but make sure that you're recording on the back side of your phone because those are the best cameras. Really investigating the best technical version uh, that you can for yourself. I don't know why I said version, just the best technical stuff that you can set up for yourself to produce the best quality material. That's what you need. Now, number five, this is kind of weird that you might not have thought of, but submission material in the audition uh, that you send along with your video. For example, 
Um, I've received very basic emails, which has the link to the video, for example, and that's fine, but you're missing out on opportunities to get your name, your picture, your website, additional material that I might be interested in, uh, what's called the masthead, which is, do you have a logo, something to think about, um, your name, but then maybe there's an association logo that you could have with your picture. There's all kinds of great marketing things that you can do. So it's not just a dry submission, but it's a really clean, professional presentation that you're submitting. You know, when I've talked about self-tape, when you put a slate of use incorporating your headshot, for example, uh, on the slate, or an end card at the end of your video that says, thanks for watching with the contact phone number or contact information, that's fantastic. So now is the time to really evaluate when you make a submission, does that look professional? Is that making a positive, reflective impact on your submission? Do, do I want to click on your video just based on the way you've presented yourself when you submit? It really does make a difference, I promise you. Number six, this goes without saying, but I want to say it, physical availability. You know, it's one thing to submit for a theater project or a film and television project, but know that callbacks more often now than not are being done in person. You need to make sure that if you're submitting yourself for a project that you can be available for a callback if it were live. Now, sometimes that might be a few weeks away between the initial um, you know, submission and the callback, but physical availability is something that now needs to be thought of as you make these submissive, sub, submissive, ooh, that's weird, submission choices. Get it? So physical availability, just making sure that you can get to where you need to get should there be a callback. Number seven, it's what I call the script reading set. Do you have a place where you live that is comfortable, not too comfortable, comfortable, well-lit, a relaxed area that you can be reading new scripts, new material. Setting yourself up that way is just a great way to feel productive. When you feel productive, guess what? You become productive. So having an area in your home strictly for script reading, uh, there maybe there's a little cup holder for a, a cup of tea or coffee or a, a soft drink, whatever. Making sure that you set yourself up. Don't read scripts in bed because you might fall asleep. Um, you might think you've read the script and you just probably might not remember much of it. So do yourself a favor and get a script reading set for yourself. Uh, number eight, finally, a positive mental attitude. I know it's hard. We've been through a lot. We continue to be stressed out about all kinds of things going on in our life. But staying upbeat, staying positive, having a healthy perspective on your choice to be an actor is the best overall suggestion I can make. Now, I know, I know, it sounds cliche, but the new year is just ahead. Maybe you're hearing this after the new year. I don't know. But I can tell you this. This is a perfect time right now to take an honest look at your acting health. So I suggest that you make a list. Really look at your audition tools. 
discover those areas that might benefit from your new year perspective. Now, guess what? The industry is getting ready for another season. Why not you? Wishing the best of what 2023 has to offer, including another season of Casting Actors Cast, I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. Thanks for listening and watching. Thank you for joining Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.